What does 25 cents back on every purchase mean to you? A free lunch? That gadget you've been eyeing? A night out with the fellas? With your Premise Perks checking account, you get 25 cents back with every purchase using your debit card and zero ATM, overdraft, or annual fees. With this completely free account, you can watch the money roll in with every swipe and find the freedom to go further with your cash. Premise, the bank that gets it right. Premise is a member FDIC. ATM transactions do not count towards debit card rewards. Good morning, everybody. I am Pam Myers with Pam Myers, Pam Myers Social Media. My wonderful co-host is the fabulous Erica Yoakum with Virtual Personal Assistance. Um, uh, welcome to Three Questions Podcast, um, New Mexico's premier business podcast. Our guest this morning is Monica Sandoval Johnson, and Monica is the founder of STEM Boomerang. Welcome, Monica. Good to see you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining us. So tell us what, tell the listeners what STEM Boomerang is. Yeah, so STEM Boomerang was founded in 2017. And the mission of our organization is to keep STEM professionals uh, in New Mexico that either have wanted to want to stay for jobs or have left the state and don't know how to return to the job market in New Mexico. Our goal is to sort of uh, plug that brain drain keep New Mexico STEM professionals employed here in the state, bring them back to the state, promote job opportunities for them um, and bring them home where they want to be. Yeah. Well, I just assumed, cause we have so many labs and, and all that kind of stuff, you know, and I'm like, I have, a, I'm a homeschooler myself. And, and so I hang out with a bunch of homeschooler families who believe it or not, most of their kids are engineers. It's the weirdest thing. Like, what do you going to be engineer, engineer, engineer? It's, the, it's kind of crazy. Um, I kind of assumed that like this was a Mecca for STEM folk. So it's it's kind of interesting to try and wrap my brain around the idea of people leaving. And where are they going to go? Like these are the premier labs in the nation. Where are they going to go? Yes. Well, yes, this is a great point. All engineering is a great field. So kudos to all those parents that are pushing engineering because that is great. Um, But I, yeah, it is a Mecca in the sense of the national lab. So defense work is huge here in New Mexico, central New Mexico, northern New Mexico. Uh, But not everyone wants to do defense work. Not everyone can do defense work. So there's that component as well. There's a security clearance issue. Uh, there's There's a lot of individuals that don't want to get security clearance you know, for their own uh, reasons. And, you know, the work is, is very different at the labs that you would do, say, compared to a commercial industry position. So but we actually have over 3000 STEM employers in New Mexico. So it actually is quite the Mecca. However, no um, promotion, real strong promotion is happening to promote these employment opportunities to promote these employers, promote the innovative uh work that's happening here in the state. So that's kind of a, a, a small subset of what we do, but it's a really important part. Wow. So wait, <laughs> so you caught me with that, with that statistic, 3000 STEM employers in New Mexico. That's, that's yeah. pretty awesome. That's a, yeah. And yeah. another statistic for you around 60% of the workforce in New Mexico, is STEM related. So STEM adjacent, you know, doesn't necessarily mean an engineer or an uh, aerospace uh, individual, but it could be someone who's working in a STEM employer, someone working in manufacturing that has STEM related components. So yeah, six. So it's a huge uh, job market in New Mexico. Wow. Wow. 
That's fantastic. I never, I mean, I knew it was high, but I wouldn't have guessed 60%. <laughs> yeah, I, that comes as complete shocking news. Awesome news. Right. I want to hear more about that on the news about New Mexico, right? Right. right. Yeah. 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 Instead of, you know, cracks about missing cars. I want to, you know, I want to know about stuff like this. This is amazing stuff. That's yeah. like, wow. Okay. So how did you get into this? Did, did you start the company and, and well, how did you get into yeah, it? Yeah, well, that's a good question. How did I get into it? So I am actually a scientist by trade. I went to grad school in Colorado. So I am a boomeranger, if you will. I born and raised in New Mexico, fourth, fifth generation New Mexican. I wanted to go away for college. So grad school was, uh, was a good chance for me to sort of spread my wings. I got into a PhD program um, in immunology. So cancer biology, um, immunosciences, understanding diseases related to the immune system. And um, yeah. You've been popular thing. lately, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I know. All the vaccine work is really interesting. Um, just understanding the diseases that are in, immune related. But, and yeah. then I, and I love, you know, the sciences. I love being a scientist and working in the lab. I then transitioned into a postdoc position. So I moved again uh, with my husband and my dogs in tow to UNC Chapel Hill. So the coast, a uh, really strong area. It's considered the research triangle park area. So there's a lot of um, industry, government and uh, academic institutes. They've got Duke, UNC and NC State. So that was a great place for me to be. And I was there for a few years also doing some um, pretty intense bench science. So the hard science. Um, but I wanted to come home to New Mexico. And what did that look like? I didn't know. And I, you know, have family here and I've got strong connections with the universities and I still didn't know what was open and available for me. So I reached out to my mentor at the university and we kind of got this idea of putting together um, events to support individuals like myself or professionals that wanted to be in state but didn't know where either staying or coming home so in december of 2017 my mentor sort of hosted this first um uh event at unm the university of new mexico and in that we invited all of the uh stem professionals either in state or who are back in town it was a perfect time because it was back in town for uh <clears throat> for the christmas break it was like December 21st. So it was like kind of, and, um, and then we invited companies to come and not just the lab, although the labs are great, but a lot of companies that were hiring for very technical skill sets um, in the physics or in the flow cytometry arena, biomedical, medical tech, uh, manufacturing, engineering, wow. those sorts of things. So anyways, it was a good way to get everyone in the same room, just talking and, and the, uh, response we got from it was really great. And so it kind of became this really nice niche that I joined when I moved back in 2019. I thought this would, this is a great initiative. It's something our state doesn't have. I love New Mexico and I want to support professionals that want to be here. And that's kind of how it's grown. So it's been, it's been an interesting transition from scientist to entrepreneur, workforce, uh, development, uh, economic development, really, because that's what it is. Uh, and so yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's been a good transition. Yeah. Wow. What's, uh, have you been getting support from the city and the county 
Yeah, no, we do get some support. You know, it's it's a it's an interesting field to be in because the companies think that the universities and the state should pay for this, right? And then the, the state thinks, no, the companies, you should pay for this. This is for your workforce. So it's interesting. But yeah, we've done some several initiatives through the universities. We've partnered with the universities. Uh, they've been really great with the state, uh, New Mexico Economic Development Division. We've also got um, the city of Albuquerque and some... Uh, um, support from the city of Santa Fe as well. Well, right. I'm yeah. blown away. I'm like, I'm sitting over here like with I, I, my jaw hanging open. I, this is all stuff. I had net, I did not know no. about New Mexico. That's uh, wow. I'm yeah. impressed. Well, yeah. And I'm really impressed with you. Cause you, obviously you're a brainiac. If you're doing all this, you know, bench science to entrepreneur to do, doing all this stuff. I'm lucky I get like matching pants and, and shirt <laughs> on at this point. You know, <laughs> No, they can. Huh? I wonder if the crew has seen this sweatshirt before. I'm thinking, of course they have, Erica. You've been wearing the same clothes for two and a half years because <laughs> who goes clothes shopping these days? Oh right? my god! <laughs> so yeah. kudos to you. That's amazing. That all. Thank all you. Of I yeah. It's it's really yeah. fun. It's interesting. It's a good mix of getting to know new people. We do a lot of career coaching, so there's a there's this. Uh, a good balance of working with STEM professionals and helping them with their resumes and getting them coached into what wow. kinds of positions they want to see themselves in. So we do actually quite a lot of that, but we also work with companies, helping them to develop a recruitment strategy that works for them, um, diversifying their workforce, not just in the skill set, but bringing in individuals that have different ideas, different mm -hmm. backgrounds. So mm -hmm. um, we really kind of are multifaceted in that. But um, it's a slow, it's a slow moving process, you know, so <laughs> thank you for being so nice about it. But yeah, we, we work hard, but it's, you know, it's definitely, um, it's a day-to-day -day thing. <laughs> well, so do you, do you get, oh, sorry, Pam, go ahead. No, well, I was just going to ask what's been your biggest challenge, but mm. um, through all of this. Yeah. So, well, the pandemic was a huge uh, hit. A lot of people. And, you know, actually, this New Mexico STEM industry didn't take as much of a, a hit as far as unemployment compared to the rest of the country um, in STEM. New Mexico didn't. And that was because a lot of the government contracted uh, work has been funded throughout. So a lot of the jobs were still retained. So we didn't have that as much of an issue, but just the constraints of not being able to host in-person events, which is something we really like to do and is a huge component of really getting employers and candidates to meet understanding exactly. what that looks like, really developing the relationships. We weren't able to do that. So that was a constraint. Of course, funding is always a constraint. So, um, you know, trying to grow what we're, what we're doing while also trying to um, hit all of our targets and really understand what it is that we want to do and how to accomplish it. So that's always a big thing. Um, and, you know, a lot of individuals, we really build connections with the professionals and the remote work. Although wonderful for a lot of people, some people were feeling very isolated. So that was a hard mm -hmm. component to understand when we're meeting with these individuals over Zoom. Um, they were feeling isolated and not uh, connected to their community. So that was also hard to um, uh, sort of navigate. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. No. Go. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like, so, so my brain is like all over the place i'm right, just right. I, again i'm like completely amazed that this even is a thing in new mexico i, I feel so bad of saying that i really do but no, I, we get so stuck into the into the how we can't do it's right. just so wonderful to hear oh we oh not only can we but we are and doing right. well that's like right. wow yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 
Do you, yeah, uh, do you talk with college students at all about like, so I have, I have, I know of college students who like, <laughs> they get in and they're like, I'm going to be an engineer, you know, they yeah. go down to state and they're going to be an engineer. And then it's like, but what kind of engineer, right? And, and okay, well, great. Now I've got this and that, but I don't know if I want to work at the lab. Yeah. So, but I'm graduating here in a few mm -hmm. months and yeah. oh, holy crap, I got to pick something. And yeah. 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 I think my biggest, we do talk with a lot of students. Um, we meet with them. We do events on, on campus with the School of Engineering or med, you know, the pre-med program, biology, uh, computer sciences, really a lot of the STEM. And in those interactions, we do hear a lot of that. You know, they, they either have this very specific idea of what they want to do and they wanted to do this since they were young, or they want to be an engineer, but they don't know what that looks like. So, you know, we always suggest internships. And although it could seem daunting for individuals, because you have to apply for the internship, then you've got to actually show up in an internship. No, but a lot of that's really important because they can see um, and sort of a low pressure environment really is what it what this company is like. So the mm -hmm. National Labs has a huge internship program. It's almost like every year they don't even feel fill the number of spots because they have so many. So I always suggest if if there's you know you can start there because they're the internship program is really robust. Um, but there's smaller companies that have internship programs um, that you can join just for the summer. They're paid. And you can really see what the work culture is like, who they'd be working with. What does the work entail? What does a chemical engineer look like? What does a mechanical engineer in an aerospace field look like? You know, so mm -hmm. those are really important things to on the job training, just so you can see what that looks like. Mm -hmm. um, but also really just exploring and, and staying true to yourself when you're in your studies. So what is it? And we always ask this through our career coaching sessions. What is it that you like about that specific project? Like, Tell us your favorite project. Well, why did you like that project? What about that project did you like? Did you like, you know, doing this sort of work on this software program? Or did you like using your hand? Did you like building this? Or did you like the product development aspect of it? You know, so if you can start to explore, I think we get into this idea and, of, you know, it comes, I think it comes down to creativity. We, we kind of lose the creativity aspect when we're in college because just like, you know, exam, mm -hmm. midterms, get good grades. There's so much competition and it's really competitive. Yeah, exactly. everything. <laughs> How do we get down to like what it is that you really want to do and, and think about that and really explore that? And and college is the time to do that, your undergrad. Mm -hmm. So that's what we sort of, you know, I mean, it's not a, a new concept, but one that I think is important to really um, remind students. Yeah. You have a great website too. It's really oh, easy to navigate, nice and clean. Um, and I love the tab at the bottom that says sign up for a resume session today. So tell us what is what, what does that entail if somebody, yeah. I'm assuming it's for anybody, not just a student. Yeah, so I think most individuals, <laughs> um, most STEM professionals, especially if you're still in school, but even if you're in your career and you're wanting to shift up positions or, or, or trajectories, they have a hard time putting together a resume. Um, and the reason is, is that they don't really know how to highlight their skills in the most efficient way. So over the years, we've mm -hmm. met with a lot of hiring managers. We've worked with hundreds of STEM employers across the state, nationwide. We know what they're looking for, what what it is, the fastest way for them to mm -hmm. find a candidate that they need. And from that, we've been able to sort of constil, uh, distill it down into some really important concepts. So we help a professional get their resume 
make concise, accurate, and authentic. Those are sort of the three components of what makes a good resume. Concise being like no more than two pages. How do you highlight who you are and what you do and what you can contribute in sort of the shortest and easiest way. Um, and then of course you want it to be accurate, but make sure mm -hmm. you're including all the components. That, so if you're applying for a mechanical engineering position, then you should sort of highlight those skill sets that you're good at, or mm -hmm. at least, you know, explain why you're trying to transition into the field, you know? Mm -hmm. So there's like ways of, of working your resume. Cause really it's your first chance to make, it's your only chance to make a first impression for some hiring managers. They only see this paper. They don't see you. They don't, you know, so mm -hmm. it's good. It's a good way to really show your best self. And so we help them put together a resume. It's a one hour zoom session with me and my co-founder Maggie. She's a, a professor emeritus at UNM. Um, She's been doing this for a long time. She's a really great mentor. And so between the two of us, we really help them to distill down this resume into what makes sense. Um, Deconvoluted, if you will, because sometimes people want to put everything in there. And hiring managers do not want to read an autobiography. <laughs> you no. know, so it's like, how do we make it, the, you know, how do we make it really highlight you without too much fluff, but with making sure you're including all the right stuff. Yeah. So yeah. you've got a one hour session with us over Zoom, which is, um, you know, really a lot of time. Most resume sessions don't work like that. And then we do follow up. So you can send us your resume after you've edited it, ask questions. We'll follow up over email. Our job and goal in this is to help you get a resume that's ready and you can apply for multiple jobs, not just one type of job, but any type of job within your interest uh, with this one resume. Wow. That's so, impressive. I'm seeing a lot of STEM people. So, so they're leaving. That's the whole point of this, right? You're, we're, we're trying to prevent the the brain drain of New Mexico. Yeah. But uh, 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 what's the percentage mm -hmm. of folks that are getting these degrees and then deciding to leave New Mexico? Yeah, so the, the, this number is constantly changing, um, and it's really hard to keep track of. So, yeah. and really, I want to, I guess I want to reiterate that our job isn't really our goal within our company and something, because I left the state, and I was able to gain so much knowledge, networking. I, I really, really benefited from being away and coming home and bringing what I know back home. So we aren't trying to really keep people from leaving if they want to, um, but really giving the opportunity and showcasing how they can come back if they want to. So it really is, and, and a lot of people want to stay, which is great, out of college, they want to be here. So showing that they there's opportunities for them in the state, because a lot of times they think, oh, there's nothing for me here, I have to go to the coast, mm -hmm. right? but, you know? And it's like, no, you don't have to, you'll find, you can find what you want um, here, just, it may not be, you know, with a large company, it could be in something smaller. So, so yeah, so the percentage, what, what is, you know, I'm not quite sure where we're at now as far as how many people leave, but I want to say that, you know, about 30% of graduates do find out-of-state jobs. And that number is constantly changing. Mm -hmm. The pandemic prevented a lot of people from being able to really leave when they needed to, because they couldn't even interview on site, you know, but um <laughs> Right. We actually right. need a huge influx of people wanting to come home. And the reason is because the pandemic put this sort of idea mm -hmm. of what is important. You know, one of the, I think the good things about it was like, what is important in your life? And is it making that high salary or is it being around people that you really care about and building a community and having that culture? Um, and so we're seeing a huge amount of people wanting to come home from and because the pandemic um, right. really opened their eyes. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you for doing what you do. It's a brilliant idea that you came up with, Monica. I oh, well, really 
I have to give it to my my co-founder, Maggie. She really is the brains behind the operation. I am the operation and she's the brains behind it. Um, and she is like, she's amazing. And she really has this, she has a connection to her students that she's developed over the years. And through that connection, she was able to know all these individuals that wanted to come back. So then we yeah. started there and of course mm-hmm. we've grown exponentially, but it was a good start to really get a good idea idea of what professionals need and want what the challenges were a lot of times it's called like customer discovery you know in normal mm-hmm. business a sense and that's what it was really understanding that and that's mm-hmm. where we started with the connection that she had with her students that mm-hmm. allowed us to really get down in in um the trenches if you will really understanding what is needed yeah yeah wow do I'm- you do you have any future plans to do um to offer your services to people out of state or yeah we yeah. we are actually replicating uh, we're in the process of replicating what we do um in sort of a training module to help train other individuals that do resume workshops either through universities career services things like that really giving them a better sense of of how to how to work with an individual how to coach them uh, what a resume should look like, what aspects of it they should, you know, be asking. Because really, it's about asking the right questions to the individual. So yes, we are in um, um in the works of working with a few uh, partners nationwide that we will be doing a training program for them and training their program um, administrators. So yeah, we we hope to take this nationwide and we hope to help as many individuals. It's just myself, Maggie, and we've got a few other staff members. So. We're small and nimble, but we really want to make as much of a, an impact as we can. That's right. Yeah. I mean, small businesses thrive in New Mexico, right? I mean, we need we need a balance, but. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Will you be doing a, a career fair again this, yeah. this year? So we're not going to be doing a career fair in December. Um, what we've really seen, we started by doing, and it's really actually kind of hard and a lot of work to put on these career fairs in person with a lot of individuals, a lot of moving parts. So what we found is how do we reduce the silos and incorporate all of the organizations? Because there's a lot of really great organizations in our state, trade organizations, scientific organizations, universities. Mm -hmm. How do we incorporate all of these uh, different um, organizations so that we can make the most impact without having to do 10 events, you know, we're all trying to do the same sort of thing. So we're working, we're partnering with the universities, we're partnering with trade organizations on events. So we actually don't host our own anymore, but we partner with other events. And that I think Ah. in so many ways, um, economically just better, but also let's put all of our efforts into uh, one really great big event as opposed Mm -hmm. to, you know, a bunch of smaller ones. So, um, and then we do little networking events as well. We see the biggest uh, effects, I guess, benefit when we have, you know, very specific sectors. So say aerospace um, employers and then aerospace candidates in the same room, as opposed to, you know, inviting everyone and having this really big um, catch all. I think it's, it goes further. It's, it's more use of time, if mm-hmm. you will. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are kind of the things that we work on, but we keep a running event of our, uh, I'm sorry, running a calendar of events on our website. So you can always check out what we have going. We also have an um, email. We send out monthly newsletters and in those we showcase events, not just ours or the ones we're partnering with, but the ones across the state that we think could be beneficial to our professionals. So uh, yeah, 
check out those emails if you want to sign up. Or it's easy to do on our website. Yeah. Yeah. Monica, thank you so much. And thanks for what you're doing in the state. Yeah. Great work. Thank you. We really appreciate you showcasing us. Um, I think it's it's so important. New Mexico is really great. We are a melting pot of of ideas and people and cultures. And we want to make sure that we have the people here that want to be here working in really great jobs. That's really where the innovation and the change happens. So thank you for all you guys do as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Thank you to everybody who's listening. Um, If you want to reach Monica, you can find her at stemboomerang.org. Thank you for putting that up, Erica. Thank you to our sponsor, New Mexico Out Business Alliance. And join us again next week. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you. Have a good week. (laughs) What does 25 cents back on every purchase mean to you? A free lunch? That gadget you've been eyeing. A night out with the fellas. With your Premise Perks checking account, you get 25 cents back with every purchase using your debit card and zero ATM, overdraft, or annual fees. With this completely free account, you can watch the money roll in with every swipe and find the freedom to go further with your cash. Premise, the bank that gets it right. Premise is a member FDIC. ATM transactions do not count towards debit card rewards.